1: Hey, what is up everyone? This week on the SEND podcast, we dive deep down the rabbit hole into the world of déjà vu with Dr. Arthur Funkhauser. Dr. Arthur Funkhauser is an MIT Physicist graduate, and he has worked as a physicist in the eye department in Bern, Switzerland, and he is also a trained psychotherapist from the Carl Jung Institute, and he has also done many research papers on déjà vu and dreaming. And he has also led many workshops in regards to dream work in many countries and he has become one of the leading minds on deja vu and was some of actually some of the first main pioneers who actually coined some of the first terms and contributed to deja vu terminology and theories and art also runs a deja vu experience website at www.dejavuexperienceresearch.org and that is definitely worth checking out So anyway, the term déjà vu originates from a French meaning already seen, and describes the experience of a feeling that one has witnessed or experienced a new situation previously. The experience of déjà vu is usually accompanied by a compelling sense of familiarity. You feel like you've done something before. So anyway, have you ever had that weird feeling of I have been here before, even though it was the very first time you've actually been to a place or a compelling sense of familiarity. As you walk through a city or a new city or a place for the first time something familiar actually clicks in your mind and it makes you pause and think you've definitely been here before. You engage in a conversation you suddenly realise you've spoken those same words before to the very same person. You feel a very strange yet strong feeling that you've been in this exact place before yet you are positive, it's the first time you've ever met. But is it? Interesting stuff. So anyway, Deja Vu is only one of many mysteries of the mind that we haven't got a clue about. And for over a century, the phenomenon of Deja Vu has attracted so much interest, and in recent times has actually been studied by many researchers in various different scientific fields. Scientists have actually pondered the question for quite some time, and there is still no conclusive explanation. But the question I know you guys want to know is what the hell is the déjà vu experience? So there are many different theories out there and one of them is that has been suggested by many researchers. They propose that the phenomenon is actually memory based experience and assume that the memory centers of the brain are actually responsible for it. Some people actually talk about is it actually something our brains are trying to tell us. Other theories suggest more paranormal causes for déjà vu such as glimpses into parallel realities precognitive dreams past lives glitches in the matrix interesting stuff that we definitely delve into in this podcast and we absolutely love exploring these different topics and also just being able to share them with you guys and we sometimes do just love throwing all our chips in and asking them huge mind expending questions which i know you all love we ask all these questions to ourselves so why not throw them at an expert and see where the chips fall Anyway, we love having these conversations and love just bringing the information to you guys so you can expand your minds and bring some more mystery to your day. And at the end of the day, we all have a bit of mystery. So if you guys are loving the podcast, please support the podcast by going around our Patreon page. And Patreon allows you guys to crowdfund this thing. And in the process, you get to receive some really cool rewards. And like we've said before we never bombarded you guys with stupid ads or products and if you are loving the podcast please spare a few minutes and just check out the different reward tiers and we've also now actually set up a new reward tier called the mind awakens a lot of you guys were emailing us and reaching out to us and asking us if we could actually set up a group where all of us like-minded people could actually share some ideas and have some fun and really go deep down the rabbit hole and all get together so we've decided to set up a new reward tier on our Patreon page called the Ascend Community Hangout, where a community of like-minded minds can all come together in one spot, ask some deep questions, talk about deep topics with me and Chris, where there'll be even some appearances from previous guests who've been on the podcast. So we know, we all know it can be so hard sometimes to find like-minded people who do want to engage in these sort of type of deep conversations, And it's also the way that the sort of society police are set up. If you do start asking bigger questions or doing things that are not classed as normal, people will call you crazy or laugh at you behind your back and start calling you weird. So anyway, I've thought about this and you can call me weird any day. To me, weird is not wanting to sort of expand your mind and explore your own consciousness. So anyway, we would love it if you guys would join us in our monthly online hangouts where we get all weird and have some deep con deep fun conversations so if this does sort of tickle your fancy please send your meat suits over to our patreon page and join the community so anyway let's jump deep down the rabbit hole with dr art funkhauser and explore the conversation of deja vu enjoy about uh i've been uh really both looking forward to this and um really been wanting to delve into the world of deja vu for absolute ages now having we both were and um we've all ex- i think we've all experienced deja vu with some time now live and um and i'm certainly somebody who's experienced it on a lot of occasions as well and we all don't know what deja vu uh really is and it's not really best well understood by sort of mainstream science and things like that and uh, a lot of people just seem to sort of shrug it off and don't really question what deja vu actually really is and what what it might mean and um, and I know a lot of people I know um, a lot in your work sorry you talk about how there actually seems to be many forms of deja vu and each could have its very own sort of cause and explanation but just before we do go there how did you actually get interested in the fascinating work of deja vu
2: well when i was young oh, let's say 16 17 years old i had uh a number of deja vu experiences. They were very powerful. Powerful in the sense that they they rocked my, my world view. They, uh, because in my deja vu experiences, uh, I knew what was going to happen before it happened. And then it happened exactly the way I knew it was going to happen. And uh, this aspect of precognition was something I was totally unprepared for. Yes. Yeah. And uh, going around and asking people, this was back in 1956, (laughs) and going around asking people about it or when I ventured to mention anything about it, no one had a clue. Nobody had ever heard of anything like that. And I quickly uh, learned that this is not something that you should talk about too much. (laughs) Yeah. And it was only much later that I wandered into a library at the, in Washington, D.C., in the National Institutes of Health, and asked them if they knew anything about it. And he said, well, what are you talking about? And I started to describe it. And he said, oh, that's déjà vu. And that's the first time I'd heard the term. But that set me off. That gave me the, the entry to to go have a look at the literature. And I ended up doing my dissertation at the Jung Institute on this. And the interest has just remained since then.
1: Yeah, it's cool. I love that story, by the way. And um, I know as well, when you were younger as well, you had some very um, interesting experiences with Deja Vu as well. And I know as well you had, um, I was reading as well, you had two very specific, very interesting ones. Could you actually go a little bit into those experiences and what was actually interesting about them, about them two in particular?
2: Um. Well, I'll just relate the two two uh, incidences so you get an idea. Uh, the first one that uh, occurred to me was with other young guys. We we uh, were trying to come up with something to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this must have been in the summer during school break, and we thought, oh, let's let's try making a hide and seek on bicycles. So, one of us was to go out and hide somewhere in the neighborhood, and the rest of us were to see if we could find him and So, we did that he he rode off and we waited a certain amount of time and then we started fanning out and seeing if what we could find. But we quickly came to the realization that this was much too difficult we aren't going to we aren't going to find him the neighborhoods, the area is just much too large and too many possibilities for hiding. So we were on our way back to to my house and uh, several of us. And then suddenly I had this intense experience. of I've, I've been in this situation before. I know, I, I, and, and this was the very first time we'd ever done this. But I knew that I'd been in this before. I knew where everyone was. I knew exactly what street we were on. And I also knew that we were soon going to come around the corner, and down at the end of the of the next block on the left was my house. And we would see this guy that we had been hunting for. He would be in my the front yard, uh, laying his bicycle down. And that's exactly what happened. The the whole sequence to going around the corner and seeing him. I knew I knew it all. He, in absolute 100% clarity wow. and uh, I had no no preparation for anything like this <laughs> yeah. I, I was headed to study physics <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I, I kind of agree I don't think we have any understanding of like why have, this happens at the time and I remember actually a very similar story to myself it was like um, this was like about 10 months after me like first job in a, in a factory and um. But when I was, and I was like, I was having these dreams about this fire station. But in the, in this dream, I was just seeing like blocks of aisles. And I was like, that that just makes no sense to me. And, um, in 10 months later, I I was actually just at my desk and I was just looking down and I'd seen all these rows of aisles and then I was just completely blown away by deja vu. And then, (laughs) and then just soon as I went outside opposite the factory, there was uh, a fire station. So I was completely blown away by déjà vu on two separate two separate occasions. But I was like, I just couldn't figure out how it, I actually dreamt that ten months ago, and then it actually perceived in reality right then.
2: And you remembered the dream when you woke up.
0: Yeah, yeah, very very vividly.
2: Okay, very vividly. so so in this case, we we don't call that déjà vu. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, that's what's called a precognitive dream coming true. Wow. Yeah. To be. With the technical with the definition of deja vu that I'm advocating, one doesn't remember the dream until it starts coming true. And then you have this total startle, this total bewilderment and confusion because suddenly you're 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 aware of the fact, ah, oh, I've dreamt this and now it's happening, but I had no no warning, no no idea of anything like this coming true it's it's a it's a technical distinction and probably not even worth making but
0: but <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. de- definitely worth making in my eyes because it's definitely clarified a lot there like oh thank you so much um, <laughs> art in the terms of the deja vu experience how common is it actually in society
2: uh, surveys have been done uh, in all over the world well let's say five or six different cultures countries and uh, the general average uh, amount for, let's say, normal adults in the population comes to about 65-67% and who say they have deja vu experiences, but of course you don't know what they're talking about because you, the definition of deja vu is so vague. And then, then if you uh, survey uh, university population students, you come out at about eighty-five percent say they've had these experiences, but again, we, in my view, we, we really need to come up with more adequate definitions of what we're talking about, and then do these surveys again, and and go out go out in a more differentiated manner. Like I disting, as you know, I distinguish between deja vu, which means I've already been through this experience. And déjà visite, which means I've already been to this place, I, I, I know the geography, I know what's around the corner. But And in the déjà vécu, time plays a very important role, because it's a sequence of, of things that occur. Whereas in déjà visite, time doesn't play any role at all. It, uh, you, you can go around the corner, or, you, or you, maybe you don't have to. Yes. <laughs> and they can say, yes, it's it's there, where you know it is. But you don't, at the same time, you know that you don't have any way of having this knowledge about that place. Just like you don't have any way of having this knowledge about what's happening in front of your eyes. So we don't know the incidence of déjà vu, we don't know the incidence of déjà visite in the normal population. I approached the Gallup organization who do big polls in the U.S., to see if I could get them to do a more differentiated uh, poll. And they said, well, we'll think about it. <laughs> and as far as I know, they haven't done it yet.
1: Yeah, that's, they'll be thinking in the heads, that's too, that's too uh, deep for us. That's... <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say as well, when you touched on before about how you were saying that the definition so vague and sort of the uh, the polls can't sort of match up and things like that, Um i just so so i I want to ask you there Art, uh, so looking at sort of the scientific community now are there actually any, actually any sort of like scientific theories out there now t- in regards to déjà vu phenomenon like what are actually what are actually some of the main sort of scientific explanations for déjà vu out there at the moment?
2: Well, the 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 first one that came down the pike was the one in 1844 by Sir Arthur Wigan who said that this had to do with a delay between the two hemispheres of the brain yeah. that the one brain side is seeing the event but the, but the signal is is somehow for some reason delayed getting over to the other half of the brain and by the time it arrives the other half of the brain who has also seen this says oh I already know this <laughs> <laughs> and that creates deja vu that, that was Sir Arthur Wigan. And uh, since then, there's any number of explanations. Uh, I, I guess the other most prominent one, though, is the one that was that came out by uh, Doctor uh, John Hewlings Jackson, also in the 1800s, because he had a patient who had strong uh, feelings of familiarity and also had epilepsy and Jackson said maybe there's a connection between epilepsy and these feelings of familiarity, and just 20 years later, this was dogma. All deja vu experiences are related to temporal lobe epilepsy, and even today, that's that's a major area of research. Because, indeed, people with temporal lobe epilepsy report having these these feelings and these experiences. Mm. Uh, Beyond that, I guess the best thing I could do is to refer anyone who's interested to uh, Alan Brown's book called The Deja Vu Experience. Because he's got about six chapters having to do with the explanations. Yeah. Wow. And... uh, it's up for grabs. It all depends on what area of, of uh, what field of study you come from. The, the neurologists have their ideas, the psychoanalysts have their ideas, the parapsychologists have their, their point of view, and uh, everybody has their favorite. Yeah. <laughs> their, and, and there's not enough cross cultural in-
0: exchange, in my, my estimation. Mm. So, I, um, throughout your research, what would you do you find that to be the most interesting theory in regards to déjà vu that you've heard, and why?
2: Well, the one I'm most interested in has to do with these dreams. Well, mm, <laughs> definitely. And, and if you read Alan Brown's book, that's where he he quotes me on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, because those are the ones I had. <laughs> and, and they are the ones that I find scientifically the most interesting, but it's very difficult to get people to talk about precognition because this runs totally against the grain of of modern uh, science which wants to have a nice straight timeline thing of causality this happens and then that happens and this makes that happen and if you know in advance that something's going to happen then maybe you can change what's going to happen (laughs) And that's that's somehow that's difficult for her people to get their heads around.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say as well. Art, what's actually um what in 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 regards to that uh, theory? What's re- what in very interesting? What What do you think? That's really sort of what's in your mind to sort of think that's uh, um like a a really interesting theory about the, like making the correlation between the dream state. the
2: uh, explanations for pre- precognition. We don't really have one. Uh, people have talked about parallel universes, yeah. they've talked about uh, um, repeating lives I think uh, Anthony yeah. favors that explanation um, there are in physics there are what are called tachyons or th- these have been proposed I don't think anybody's ever really cornered one but <laughs> things that travel backwards in time Uh so, yes, but we're we're, we're we're what's the word? We're we're feeling out into into the into dark. We really don't. We can't make it. Well, sorry, there are people who are proposing experiments to see if actually one can come up with with arrangements that that happen before the cause. Um, I don't know how far along those are though.
1: Yeah, definitely. I was um, I was actually I want to ask you thought, see your thoughts on this because I was I was talking to Chris to before and I was um, I was reading a very interesting theory today and it is um, like it is quite out there and um, in terms of like impossible to prove as well. But I was wondering, have you actually heard about the uh, the glitch theory?
2: Well, that's the one that's in the film Matrix, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's, it's very <laughs> interesting because um. Obviously, it's It's in the matrix as well, but um, we've had a lot of... Um. Obviously, Anthony was on the podcast as well, the last podcast, and he was also talking about the uh, simulation theory because he loves it as well. But um, it's been gaining a lot of momentum lately, and obviously it's building up over the last few years in regards to the simulation theory. And obviously, there's a lot of people now, like we know, um, who is coming out now and saying that it is a real possibility that we are actually in a simulation, which is can be quite scary for a lot of people. Um. But what I was reading about the glitch fruit today was very interesting in tying into how... Um, De- why why Deja Vu actually maybe connected with it is because it seemed it was talking about how actual um the glitch was Fear was actually describing sort of Deja Vu is actually tapping into sort of like a breakdown within our reality, sort of say. So it was talking about sort of the human experience is a simulation. It was talking about Deja Vu actually maybe tapping into or breaking down into the code or something, like essentially tapping into the game of the computer
2: mm-hmm. game. Yeah, yeah, my my, my... <laughs> I guess my interest goes along more along the lines of why does this happen to me now? Yeah. This situation. And you would think that if I was going to be given a preview of a coming attraction, that my unconscious or whoever is creating glitches would have me have a deja vu at the birth of my first child, or my getting that promotion, or or or, or receiving my diploma. But no, never. And I and whenever I give talks about deja vu, and I ask the audience, "Has anyone here ever had a deja vu that had to do with something momentous or important in their lives?" Never. It's as if this experience avoids anything that's interesting, <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know why.
1: Okay. That's fascinating. Art oh, as well. Before as well, I want to jump back as well because um, before I think you mentioned this as well. But in in terms of uh, the déjà vu experience, I've heard a lot of people talk about um, like ec- explaining situations of time loops and things like that. Yes. Could could you actually explain what these are and like why do you, why does it actually play such a significant part in déjà vu?
2: Well, if you have a time loop, that just means that time is repeating. Mm-hmm. Uh, some 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 segment of your life is being repeated. Hopefully not in the sense of Groundhog Day, where you're trapped in it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mm.
2: Uh, And a time loop, if they exist, would would be one possible explanation for deja vu. But it depends also on which kind of deja vu. (laughs) Yeah. And the problem with deja vu is that it's subjective. It's like dreams. You have to trust that the person telling you about it is reporting accurately what they experienced. Or they, or they could just be making it up, and you have no way of knowing whether that's true or not. Mm.
0: Definitely, I, I was just going to dive dive in there and just say, yeah, I think it is about the interpretation of it all, and trying to understand. And it's easy for people to say, well, I've had that déjà vu experience. I can, I understand, I was meant to be here. But before you had that experience, it kind of just feels like, like a flash in the mind, and it's like, how do you interpret a flash in the mind that quickly? Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, I I do like
2: the, the the people the psychoanalytic people were saying that people and this was all anecdotal based on one or two uh, patients who came into their practice saying that they had deja vu, but they they wrote that these experiences give people a sense of reassurance. That they that they've been through this before and they were okay, they survived. So they'll they, or or this will help them pass the examination if if they have this feeling that that, that they've been that they're okay that they've been through ex- such experiences before. I like that. I think that's that's
1: kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> as well. Art when you touched on um you talked about uh, using ground uh, groundhog deer as an example um. I was actually thinking to my mind there when you said that. Um, I was watching, I don't know, have you seen the, the TV series Westworld? No, I haven't. Oh, you know, you'll have to watch that. By the way, it's absolutely amazing, isn't it? Oh, we don't awesome.
2: have Netflix yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> amazing. You'll we'll have to watch that because um, it's very interesting because um, in that sort of the characters in the west in Westworld are sort of running on these loops that are sort oh. of the sort of like keep resetting over and over again. But some mm. some of the characters in that are actually sort of having like a form of déjà vu that is revealing sort of past events in like in their loop sort of thing. And I was mm-hmm. actually saying this to Chris before the podcast. And this is a bit crazy and a bit out there, but I was actually saying this. Is um, something a bit just a bit fun with the déjà vu experience, but is I was actually thinking, is déjà vu actually sort of a form of actually us just sort of remembering our own loops that we're sort of uh, playing in the game?
2: <laughs> well, it could be. Could, this is the problem. All these explanations, all six chapters in Brown's book, all of them could be right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Because there's we, we to my mind we're we're at the very beginning there's so much that we don't know yet and i think in a sense it's too early to start talking about explanations until we have a better idea of what people are actually experiencing i don't think that we've done that we've done a careful enough job of getting out there and just asking people what what they're experiencing and then classifying these it's like like we've we're going into a, a new area of the earth or even on another planet, you first have to study the geology, look at the layers look, and try to classify things and get some kind of order. And only then can you start looking at explanations really.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, compl- I completely agree with that Art, as well. And um, hopefully conversations like this as well, sort of with like-minded people like you as well, will sort of spark people's minds to, to even just to to do a little bit more research and buy and buy a book and, even just delve further into the world of deja vu because i I've found all my life i've found it so fascinating and i'm just i 'm just so grateful that we have I can actually have a conversation with someone like you who yeah. who actually knows more about it and they're oh this is very interesting as well. I want to actually see your thoughts on this and i was actually i was talking i was talking to this to me dad as well uh, a few days ago. In uh, Mm -hmm. regards to déjà vu, and he was talking about how it actually we're talking about in the future, because you know how artificial intelligence now is coming more forward, and in the future it's going to get more and more advanced and things like that. And then there's all
2: robots have déjà vu experience. Yeah, 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 that's
1: what I was thinking. Maybe (laughs) in maybe in the future that will be one one way that would actually push push more research through, because um, what if uh, artificial intelligence actually has uh, stages of déjà vu? (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Well. Certainly within within programming you have loops. They they you have those all the time and who knows, maybe maybe a maybe a loop gets gets out of whack and people the robot is saying, Oh, I've been through this before
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That, that 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 yeah, that could definitely be a possibility, that definitely. <laughs> And that's, what, that's exactly what happens in Westworld. The machines start um, they start realising the loops and they realise that they're getting actually manipulated and getting all these nasty things done to them so they end up turning around and sort of killing the hosts. <laughs> and so,
2: uh-huh. and sorry, well, in, sorry, in sorry. the film Matrix, you with the glitch, you have a similar kind of thing That's that puts you on to the fact that something's being manipulated here.
0: Yeah, definitely. And there's something else on Westworld as well, which I think is very interesting and very combined into what we're talking about, is that when all these... Um, the well, that's like robots. The hosts yeah, the horse. The horse. Um, when they have like their memories, they often go into a dream state, which I think is very interesting as well. How they actually believe that when they're getting programmed, it isn't a dream. Ah, yeah, they do actually. They do. do. Yeah, that's very interesting. That isn't it? Yeah.
2: yeah. So are we getting programmed by our dreams?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. I think this is goes into everything at the minute. Like, are oh, like are we? Every single thing right now around us is programming us. I believe.
2: Well one one can one can uh, think about that, but you know what? I don't really see that it makes all that much difference. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Like who cares? The important thing is that we live.
1: <laughs> yeah i think the important thing is as well that we can actually explore these conversations because i think like yes. like like chris was saying before um like deja vu is linked to so many things and it is it, it's it's very interesting to me how all these different all these different like lines tie all over from each other like deja vu simulation theory the dream experience everything all all these meditation all these sort of it seems to be like everything's linked to sort of it's like it, like to me what it seems what to me anyway what i really feel in my heart like deja vu may actually be this doorway to sort of this to sort of this informational informational thing that we can't actually see yet or can't tap into. Right. Yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it definitely could be. Right. And um, something as well Art, I want to touch on with you as well. Um I want to actually touch in and tie and make the correlation between like sort of between future and past events. And I was actually um wondering like sort of through your through your research and that the stuff that you found, I was actually wondering what has actually been more more common in terms of people having an experience of deja vu is it being actually more common of someone actually experiencing a past event or future events
2: what's most common according to what i've uh, been able to to uh, experience in my research is what's is what i call deja vecu i've already been through this experience i'm i'm in an experience and i'm it is familiar to me and I cannot understand how it could possibly be familiar to me, but it is. And there one of the major one of the other major explanations has to do with the fact that maybe there was something in my past like this. Yeah. And this is touching off an old memory. That's now but I, I i That could be an explanation of some of the kinds of deja experiences that people are having. It certainly doesn't explain mine,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: where I knew in advance what was going to happen with utter clarity
0: uh, I'd, I'd just like to say I think as well like um something very interesting when Dan brings up this question like about um about are people like trying to experience more future or a past event, and I think it also determines as well on. How far are the people are actually going in these future events, or how far are they going in these past events and back? I mean, are they traveling
1: to past lives, to future lives? Are they just replaying the same loop? It's it's very interesting. I was going to actually just jump in as well. I was going to actually pose that question what Chris said. I was going to actually say in any of your research if you actually, as I actually like anyone that you've spoken to who has who like. Experiences déjà vu on a regular basis actually sort of talked about sort of the connection between déjà vu and their experiences with past lives. Um,
2: I have a num
1: a few uh, people from India who are which,
2: who I'm corresponding with, and of course they're all in favor of reincarnation. Yeah. And what I'm trying to to one of the reasons I make the distinction between déjà vécu and déjà visite is that with Deja Visite, where where you're familiar with a place and with a location and maybe a city, that could well, reincarnation could well be an explanation for that. If this place or the buildings have been there long enough (laughs) that they were there for a previous life, on the other hand, deja vecu, where you're reliving an explaina- uh, an event like, like my bicycle experience, there's no way that that could have been in a previous life.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow. Well.
2: Because those bicycles we didn't have, or people could have a deja vu experience with, a, with, a, with their cell phone or, or their laptop, which didn't exist in a previous, <laughs> previous lifetime.
1: That's that's interesting. I was wondering as well. In any um, something I want to ask you as well. is in, in any of your research, or uh, is there any sort of inst- instances where people have actually had a a deja vu? Like, has anyone actually talked about where they've had, had a deja vu experience and actually been able to alter like a future outcome? Has that popped up anywhere?
2: Well, the the, the problem. Yeah, you know, I you people keep asking. Well, if you're if you're seeing the future, why don't you take some notes? <laughs> well. That wasn't included in what you were seeing of the future. The minute you start taking out a notepad, you've broken it. It's finished. Yeah. <laughs> I, th-
0: I, th- I think it comes back to when um, when I had my um, understanding as well, and my little experience. I think it just gives you like this brief flash of time, and, yes. you-, and you can't really you can't really examine it until you've actually there. That's what I see it as, and I think.
2: But if if you want to have something that really. Um, Is fascinating. There are people who are doing what's called lucid dreaming, where they are awake in their dreams. And they are, some of them, well, at least one guy that I know, he visits the future and does things in the future. Yeah, wow. In his lucid dream. And then later, this happens, it comes true, and he can say, See, that's what I did.
1: wow uh, i actually had a um i actually had a dream the other night as well which was really interesting um what happened was i was actually so i was i was viewing a mind a human mind from far away well i think it was a human mind anyway and i was viewing, uh, viewing it from afar and um, uh it was like all multicolored, sort of this human brain like all the neurons are like blue reds and oranges and yellows all these different multi all sparking all lovely, over lovely and um, all of a sudden, it was just like, um, I could actually see sort of like the, the neurons, like all the connections all over the brain. And it was like a little, uh, like a blue planet, like floating through the neurons of the brain. And uh-huh. um, what it was, what it, it was actually Earth going through someone's mind. And, and what what the vision I got in my mind was actually Earth and the human experience is actually all just in the mind of someone else. Uh-huh. And I was like, whoa, I was like, completely blew my mind. I woke up in the morning. And I was like, eh, I was like, how can I, how can I live my life today? <laughs> yeah, right? that's a beautiful dream. I love that one. Yeah, that's just, great. Just to touch on as well, as well, do you have a, actually? You touched a bit on their lucid dreaming. I know before as well. You touched on dreaming as well. But how is it actually? How, I would love to know how is how is it actually possible? To experience déjà vu in dreams? Like, have you got any more information on that? I would love to know more information on that.
2: Well, we've got we've got another we've got a problem here because you can have a what's called a recurring dream, which happens again and again and again, and you can say oh, and in such dreams you can say oh, I've been here before, <laughs> I've been through this situation, I've been through this dream before. Okay, <laughs> then there are other uh, dreams where. Uh, when you wake up, you you say, "Oh, I I remember I remember having that. I remember seeing that in, in the dream." And this reminds you of something else in your life, or or, or some incident. Uh, then there are what are called mutual dreams, where two or three people are having the same dream together, and are even interacting in the dream, wow. which also gives a feeling of familiarity the next morning
1: that that's that's really fascinating that by the way as well and just to, um because we actually had we had a dream expert on called robert wagner and he was actually talking about that experience yeah, Robert's a, a friend of mine <laughs> yeah yeah he's amazing amazing robert wagner he he went yes. deep, deep into what you were just saying there about sort of the dream within the dream and things like that and i think it's i think it's so fascinating all these all these worlds coming together but as well oh, as well some before as well um Something you mentioned before as well. I want to touch on as well. I couldn't skim over this. But you're talking about sort of parallel uh, universes, and it's yes. uh, yeah, it's very interesting because um, I was watching a YouTube video a few days ago by um, I can never pronounce his name. It was a Japanese guy called uh, Mishu Kaku. I can never I can never pronounce his name yes, anyway. I know I
2: know who you're
1: talking about. Yeah, yeah, he's got it's a hard name to pronounce, but he's yeah. a quant- he's a quantum physicist, and he was actually talking about how there's a possibility that actually deja vu might be caused by sort of our ability what you were saying before. To flip between the different universes, and yes. I, it's very interesting because I know he's very he's very credible as well. And um, and I know as yeah. well as also a Professor called I think he was called Steven Weinberg I think he's called, but he's he's a famous uh, the, I think he's a f- theoretical phys- physicist, but he mm-hmm. also supports that idea as well of the multiverse as well. How this are like how there's all these different infinite number of para- parallel realities sort of coexisting with us in the same even in just in the same room where we are now. The, um...
2: Every time you make it, every time an an atom uh, chooses one state, then that splits the universe because the, the other state would be the other possibility.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. He was also... And you
2: have, you have what are called the many worlds explanation of quantum mechanics. Mm-hmm
1: yeah it's it's fascinating because he was he was also seeing as well that uh, the japanese guy was saying that, that he's talking about how with um, within this sort of uh, the universe as well that there's this sort of like there's these different frequencies out there that sort of that we're not sort of tuned into properly that's what he was saying mm-hmm. sort of thing and there's these like he he's talking about how there's these parallel sort of realities all mm-hmm. coexisting with us in the same room, and we're sort of kind of tuning them. So just like you know, like how we have a, um, we have like a radio station, and you tune into sort of one frequency to pick that frequency frequency up. He was talking about how our sort of human frequencies now only tapped into sort of the one frequency and actually sort of not vibrating at the different frequencies that are available. And but what's very interesting what he was talking about as well, he was actually um, making the argument that sort of um, putting putting. He was talking about how when universes are sort of in a... Um, he was calling it... I think he called it something like an in-phase. And he was talking about when it's sort of vibrating at the same frequency. He was talking about how we'll have these sort of... These divisions sort of caused by time. That's what he was sort of saying. But he was mm. saying talking about how when the, um, when the the phases are like an in-phase, that's what he was calling them together. He was actually... In a, I know this is sort of... Um, it's like it's not... F- I don't know if it's like it's sort of a um, a big theory out there, but he was talking about how it's actually what you were saying there. It's sort of possible to move back between these sort of move back and forth between different universes. So, I was actually thinking, so I know this is all uncertain, and obviously it's going to be obviously impossible to prove, sort of say in a minute anyway, but actually, I was thinking when we are experiencing deja vu and sort of we are vibrating in this sort of unison effect, sort of say within a different parallel universe. I was actually thinking, perhaps that's what deja vu experiences is it maybe is a sort of window to this parallel universe that we don't actually fully know, or we can't we don't even we don't really understand what's going on, and that's maybe parallel universes do I explain the deja vu phenomenon.
2: Uh, why not? <laughs> My, here again, I have the problem of what kind of déjà vu are we talking about? I, that may well be the explanation for certain types of déjà experience, but not all of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. How, how, have you seen the um, Have you seen the f- the film, Mister um, Nobody, before? No, I haven't. Oh, you'll have not oh you will have you have to watch that. By the way, have you seen it yet, okay. Chris? No.
2: You tell, can- tell me the
0: name again.
1: Yeah, it's called Mister Nobody.
0: Okay,
1: oh, that's a brilliant film. You'll have to watch it. I've yeah. told Chris loads about it to watch yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I keep getting a text message every two days from Daniel saying, "Just I've watched Mister Nobody. Watch Mister Nobody. Have you <laughs> watched Mister Nobody? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a brilliant film by the way. And um, it's very interesting because something that was looked at in Mister Nobody is the the theory what I was just saying before. What you were talking about earlier is the exp- sort of the uh, the expanding universe. And uh, Uh it's very interesting because in that film, what the explorers explore the theory of the expanding universe and they talk about how one day sort of it'll stop and go backwards. And they're talking about how that process could have actually been done like a billion times over and over and over again, which is very interesting. And it's a mind-blowing concept as well. But I was actually wanting to ask you this. So if now, if we say we are connected through Entanglement, which is definitely possible... Mm-hmm. And it's actually uh, possible that sort of déjà vu is actually a part of the remembrance to the events in our lives like that play over and over again. If this is like true, which is a big theory as well, but have you ever thought about that? There may be sort of that maybe sort of um there is this sort of entanglement to our past lives, and maybe déjà vu is actually sort of using that sort of method to tap into them sort of things. Um.
2: Well, the best answer is no. I haven't thought about that, and but I have to also say i'm not very good at speculating (laughs) yeah I, i i'm much more interested in the practical how it's affecting people and uh getting the message to people that what they're experiencing is normal they're they're not crazy they're they're fine and if people would be willing to share what they're they're experiencing that would be wonderful it would learn more about what's out there uh there, there are all these wonderful theories and 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 ideas i i'm all in favor of people doing
1: that but it's not my interest yeah well see, say, say we we both love uh, exploring these like uh different mysteries and stuff yeah. don't we? because we find it we in a way we find it exciting because it sort of it actually sparks us to look in different areas that we i wouldn't have normally wanted to look it gives us definitely a different perspective on the universe, and that's how we're
0: constantly like searching for these different types of questions and knowledge and trying to seek the truth. And we keep on trying to, in, in the midst of it all, we find a kind of peace and serenity about actually searching for like the universe's answers. Yeah, because it gives us a whole like wow, we're so insignificant but yet significant at the same time. And I think really? this is, oh, sorry, I was, I was just going to say as well, I think this is what's deja vu um, comes into play for me and dan is that we've been fascinated with the concept of like the idea of seeing different parts of like what may or may not have already happened and this is what i think is fascinating about deja vu is like the whole mis- mysterious aspect of it i mean certainly people aren't crazy but that's what makes us all special because we're all experiencing all these amazing things in life Gosh. and that that's what we want to get out of the world is that they're yeah. they're just as special as everyone else and this, right. is, this is just another awesome part of the of this gift of life that we've been given. Deja vu. Yeah. Hey,
2: listen. Let me underline that and put it all in red and capital letters. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. I re- I really I really like that. <laughs>
0: You can it's,
1: copyright it, art. You can copyright it. It's all yours. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting because um, oh, it. <laughs> it, it's it's funny because uh, when you were saying about uh the uh, crazy people, crazy people as well. It's interesting because I think it was I think Einstein uh, said. I think it said it takes a crazy it takes a crazy person to to actually find the mysteries and not sorry he said it t- it'll take a, it may just he said it may just take a crazy idea to actually change the world and I, th- I, I love that about I love that about people because I think when people are sort of like I know a lot of people within who who do have deja vu experiences do like you said before they get labelled as being crazy and I think that's terrible because I, t- to me I actually want to be crazy if if that if, if that is the case and people calling people are crazy for having deja vu experiences I actually want to be someone who has more deja vu experiences because i actually like the crazy people because the crazy people and like me are the ones who's actually pushing bigger things forward in the world that's what i find anyway
2: well i think we've got to be careful about yeah sorry i i'm a therapist so so the word crazy is a bit loaded for me oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are people who are crazy and they are suffering from it enormously and they really need help but That's not the kind of crazy you're talking about.
1: No, 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 not that that crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually thinking as well, something I want to ask you as well. Do you actually think, um, I mean, this is quite interesting, and uh, obviously I know I had Anthony Peake on as well, and he, on our podcast in the previous episode, he was talking about this as well. And I'm not sure if you, are you familiar with Irvin Lozanzo's work?
2: Not not in depth. I certainly know his name, but I haven't taken the time Um, to really dig into it.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting because... um, I was actually thinking maybe, maybe uh, Deja Vu could actually be linked some way, some way to this sort of informational field that exist, exists all around us. And it's obviously in the book that um, that Irvin Lozando and Anthony Pick wrote, wrote as well, which I've just read a couple of days ago called uh, The Immortal Mind, which is a fascinating book. But I was actually thinking, I don't know if you've uh, made any correlation or looked into this or done any research on it, but I was actually thinking, I would love to know if you have any insights into could actually Deja Vu actually be sort of tapping into some form of the Akashic Records or anything like that?
2: Well, why not? Yeah. Yes, could could be. Yeah, but we don't know. <laughs> mm. there, there's there's one of the things I love about deja vu is that there's so many people having so many absolutely far out, wonderful ideas. Yeah, and and but it's up for grabs. That could be right. And it could be true for this kind of deja experience, but not true of other. There, there's we're, we're, we're really in a, in a in a volatile, interesting time. Yeah, but things haven't settled out yet. It's all up. It's all up in the air.
0: Mm. Art is something I like. To ask it. What do you would you like to see in the future happen with the study of déjà vu?
2: Well, as the very first thing, I would like to see a really decent survey made about what people are actually experiencing, getting them to describe the experiences that they are having. And after that, we can start doing some classification work, categorizing, looking at what all the various uh, experiences that people are having. I mean, it sounds so simple and so big, but... Unfortunately, getting a research grant for for this kind of study is not easy because the pharmaceutical companies aren't interested because people aren't suffering from deja vu and they're not going to buy a medication.
1: Yeah. Unless unless I can f- find a way to create one, <laughs> and then then they'll start then they'll start studying yeah. it. <laughs> if,
2: if you figure out a way to convince people that they're abnormal and they need a, need some kind of uh, medication to to change their you know get rid of their deja vu's or something, there are people in fact who do suffer from deja vu. That has to also be said. Yeah, there are some people who are having it overextended. Uh, lengths of time, they can't stop it, and it keeps happening to them. And they they then seek help, and that's right,
1: they should. Yeah, I, I, this is something I want to ask you as well. And this is another quite a far quite a far out question as well. But I wanted to know is, you, even just through your own deja vu experiences, when you actually have sense of deja vu, do you actually sort of do you actually get a sense in your mind that sort of that time sort of ceases to exist? Do you sort of like feel that deja vu maybe actually this sort of this Gives you access to sort of a, a like a small break within time. Do you ever find that? Uh,
2: actually, when I'm having a deja vu experience, and I have to say, as I've gotten older, I have far fewer ones and very not nearly as intense as when I was younger. But when I'm ha- when I'm having them, I am so fascinated and bowled over by by what I'm experiencing that I don't have time to to, to do much. Thinking about old, uh, what does this mean about time and things like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, sure. After after it's, I'm, I'm sort of saying, wow, what was that, and why now, and why this, and why at this place?
1: Yeah.
2: I, I, I'm I'm more concerned with those kinds of questions.
1: Yeah, I was wondering as well, Art, when you mentioned there about you said that when you were getting older, you're sort of not having many experiences. Why, do you, do you, have, do you have any understanding why that actually is? Why is it when you can sort of get older, that? Because I've heard a lot of people talking about that when you actually get older, you experience a lot, deja vu a lot less. Do you, have, do you have got any thoughts into that or understanding why we do experience deja vu when you get older? Less deja vu, sorry. Uh,
2: actually, we don't. my mind and from what I've read I don't think we have a good explanation for this but it's one of the few things that are solidly known if you can say anything is known about deja vu this is one of the things which keeps in every survey every study that's been done this is always coming up that it's it's mainly people in adolescence uh, early parts of their lives who are having these experiences and they all tend to to fade out as one gets older.
0: Mm. I think it's very interesting how, like, it's kind of at the stage where the mind's developing, sort of, say. And, yes. And um, obviously, you can't test how a baby or a, even a very a small infant can actually record deja vu, but they could be having, like, deja vu, vu experiences by the second babies and children, like, sure. a very small children. Right. And the mind is just starting to come to terms with this reality the more it goes through the process of becoming a human? I,
2: I have uh, run across accounts of people as young as eight years old wow. saying they've had these experiences. One Russian um, researcher came up with the idea that maybe it's all it all has to do with hormones. But uh, we don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating. All I was wondering—is there any? I know we've, we've covered a lot of stuff today, but is there any? Is there any other stuff that we haven't sort of asked you or brought up that you would love to? Maybe we should ask you, or, or even just something in in regards to déjà vu that you think's fascinating to touch on or bring up.
2: I just wanted to say that uh, for those who are interested on Facebook, there, we have a déjà vu research group, and anyone who would like to. Uh, contribute their, what they're experiencing there. this would be a great help and those interested in precognitive dreams there's a a very active uh, group on Facebook for that those who are interested in lucid dreaming there's a very Robert Wagoner's and others are, are very much there on that group and by the way Robert Wagoner's uh, book on lucid dreaming is one of the best I know it's very very good And uh, there's even a a smaller group of people who are interested in precognitive lucid dreaming. And a name there that people can look up is uh, Ian Wilson. He lives in Canada. And he had a very interesting experience himself. Uh, In addition to his precognitive lucid dreaming, he had a precognitive dream that he was in his uh, truck, pickup truck going down an icy incline road, and when he got to the bottom, he he couldn't stop, and he rolled out into the intersection and was hit by a huge truck, or at least he woke up from the dream as that huge truck was going to hit him. and As a result of that dream, he bought new tires for his pickup truck. And sometime later during the winter as he was sliding down that hill he was able to stop. Oh. And the truck passed without hitting him. Wow. So we can change the future. It's not written in stone.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what's absolutely fascinating about Deja Vu now. And it's going to be interesting to see how Deja Vu is going to play an, apart, an important factor in the future of our...
1: Um, of humanity, and I was mm-hmm. going to say as well. I think maybe as well in the in the in the future as well, when more technology does emerge in the future, which we, we we do know now that the human race is becoming something else, and more technology is emerging. God knows what will happen in the future in regards to déjà vu. Maybe we will in- uncover the secrets, but maybe maybe we don't want to uncover the secrets because it's it, it's just we, we won't be able to have podcasts like this where we can throw crazy stuff out there and and just test the water and see what can what can come of it. <laughs>
2: right yeah. and and i really like what you said before each of us is unique each of us is a unique wonder where deja vu for me is one of those things that lets us know that there's far more to to reality than than what we know and i find that wonderful <laughs> the future's open there's still an enormous amount to be discovered and and everything we're discovering about us just makes us find out how how great we are
1: yeah. and i think that's fabulous yeah i do as well and uh, i was just going to say whatever the explanation of deja vu does emerge and whatever it is it's certainly still a phenomenon now and it's 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 universal when you do think about it is universal the human condition and it's it still is like this fundamental sort of mystery in life and i think it's beautiful and i just want to say as well thank you so much for coming on the podcast because we've had such a great time and a great conversation and also a topic as well that we've wanted to delve into for absolute ages and then um, i just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's an absolute honor thank you
2: you're very very welcome anytime <laughs> oh, thank you awesome yeah. thank you you're very
1: welcome. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and thanks so much again for Art for coming onto the podcast and sharing his knowledge and wisdom. Déjà vu was certainly a big topic that me and Chris have wanted to delve into for ages and we had such a fun time chatting with Art. And please check out Art's website www.dejaveuexperienceresearch.org and if you really do believe in what we're doing please just take a few minutes and support the podcast if you can and every bit of help we can get can really help us take this to the next level. And we've also now set up a new reward tier called the Mind Awakens, which a lot of you guys were asking for if we could set up a group where loads of like-minded people could all come together and share some ideas and have some fun conversations and go deep down the rabbit hole altogether. So we have now actually put this in place and now decided to set up a new reward tier on our Patreon page called the Ascend Community Hangout a community of like-minded minds where we can all come together in one spot ask some deep questions talk about some deep topics with me and Chris and even some appearances from previous guests who've been on the podcast and like I mentioned previous previous in the podcast we all know how it can be actually so hard to find like-minded people who do want to engage in these type of deep conversations and also the way the sort of society is set up if you do start asking bigger questions or doing things that sort of class is not normal people will call you crazy Or just laugh at you behind your back and they'll start calling you weird, start calling you a hippie, start calling you a spiritual geek, whatever they want to call you. But to me, it's sort of weird not expanding your mind and exploring all these different questions and expanding your own consciousness. So anyway, we would love it if you guys could all join in on our monthly online hangouts where we all get weird and we discuss some deep topics and have some deep fun conversations. So if this all does tickle your fancy, please send over your meat suits over to our Patreon page. And joining our community and have some deep conversations so anyway thanks so much for listening to the podcast we love you all we'll catch you next week and keep seeking everyone peace